0: Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. While you're here, please make sure to like and subscribe. If you're listening to this on podcast, please make sure to leave a review as this allows my content to get in front of more people. And thank you for that. My name is Judy Cho and I'm board certified in holistic nutrition and I have a private practice where we focus on root cause healing and that often starts with Carnivore Cures All Meat Elimination Diet. So today is a repurposed episode. It is about the carnivore nine rules to live by in order to make the diet stick. Now I just wanted to bring up one thing about this episode. There is a part of the nine rules that says while organ meats are ideal, they're not necessary. So I do think organ meats or nose to tail is optimal in the sense of eating bone broth, eating uh, bone marrow, eating the heart, eating the tongue, um, eating some of the intestines, sometimes or the underbelly, all of these things are good. But I know that as a community, we tend to focus just on the liver and just on the kidneys. And while they are very rich in nutrients, they're only rich in certain nutrients. And some nutrients, they're also a little bit in excess, for example, copper and vitamin A, I will link to a few videos that we've done in the past where we talk about how eating too much liver can be risky and of some stories of that possibly happening. If you don't like organ meats, they're not required, but I do highly recommend that if ideally long-term that you eat a rainbow of meats, meaning fish, chicken, pork, seafood, and as seafood has a lot of minerals and fatty fish and just all the meats that you enjoy. If you want to have liver occasionally, I don't think it's a big deal, but I do see people eating six ounces or a pound of liver in a sitting and they do it multiple times a week. And that is not the ratios we see when we see the muscle meat or consider the muscle meat of maybe 800 pounds of meat. Versus a 10 pound liver. So just keep that in mind. And if your body doesn't like the way it tastes and you try eating it and it makes you just feel unwell, it's probably another indicator that maybe your body doesn't want the liver, but that doesn't mean so, therefore, then supplement or use other ways to get the liver in. It is not usually a I'm not eating liver enough or livering harder that that's why I'm not healing on a carnivore diet. So again, if you don't like liver, if you don't like kidneys, don't eat them. They're not a big deal. There is enough of the nutrients that the liver is heavy in and so many other meats. Again, I talk about that in a different video and I'll put that in, but just remember that it is not necessary to eat on a carnivore diet. If you enjoy it occasionally, more power to you, but it is not required for everybody. Okay, guys, let's get into the episode. Okay, so this is the graphic. It is carnivore diet rules to live by. So the first one is eat only from the animal kingdom. So just to make it really simple, you know, I I get so many questions of is fish on the table is pork on the table Um, is can I eat only beef. So you know, in the beginning, while you are getting acclimated while you're transitioning to a meat based diet, that's, you know, pretty much ketogenic, I would focus just on meat. So don't worry too much about the nuances of grass fed or grain fed or deli meat versus um, non deli. I mean, ideally, you don't want to make all your meals just deli meat because you're probably going to feel nutrient deficient. So yes, I recommend more natural meat. So you know, go to the butcher, go to where the meat department is and get the foods there. Um, Try to eat as much of the fat as possible. In a different video, I am going to share the macros and um, kind of what I find to be the most optimal way of eating carnivore in terms of macronutrients of fat and proteins to then support your hormones and your endocrine system. Number two, so eat nothing from the plant kingdom. All of us are so different as to why we're starting this. Some of us are just doing it to lose weight. And some people are doing this because they have autoimmune and it's just everything is making them react. Um, Some people are just doing it to see what food sensitivities they are. No matter what the case is, I always recommend um, starting carnivore from a baseline of um, the cleanest meats, and then you can then add back over time. And so that's what pretty much an elimination diet is. So you kind of eliminate all the other foods, and then you slowly bring back different meats or cheeses or dairy that you may have been kind of sensitive to before. But as you heal your gut, as you heal your body, then maybe you can tolerate it better. And then over time, if you want to eat plant foods, then you can do that. And in Carnivore Cure, you can see all of these kind of details and nuances, how to uh, start an elimination diet, how you can start from kind of the baseline. And then as you are healing, you can add more foods. And then even what vegetables to first start with that have the least amount of antinutrients. nutrients um, Maybe I'll do a video on antinutrients later. But if you think of anti-nutrients, they are the toxins in plants to protect themselves. So gluten is an anti-nutrient. It is the way that the plants can tell... <laughs> other predators that, Hey, if you eat me, you're probably going to get sick or malnourished. And then maybe you won't eat me again. So then I could survive for generations. Yes. I think in the beginning, I recommend not eating any plant foods. Um, it'll just help you to kind of transition quicker. And then you can possibly feel what some people call the zero carb zen, where you just have this, you know, level of peace, um, just feeling good. And just, you're in this rhythm with eating and just being able to manage life. I think the cleaner you eat, the more you kind of remove all the plants and then you can always bring it back. All right. Number three, um, eat plenty of animal fat and dairy is optional. So if you think about it, if we are not eating carbohydrates anymore, we need another Fuel source and fat is the only other fuel source. We can use proteins and convert it to gluconeogenesis and produce glucose or glycogen that way, but it's an inefficient process. Your body basically has to use a lot of resources and energy to do that. And it just does not make us feel optimal. So I highly recommend eating more fat. And we can again talk about another video of like how to do that. If you can tolerate dairy, great. If you can get raw dairy, it's probably best. So if you think about it, when you pasteurize milk or any type of dairy product, You are killing live cultures, bacteria, enzymes, and anything that will make the milk a more full, raw product. But as we pasteurize it, then a lot of the digestive enzymes, they all kind of die out in some of the vitamins. And so then they have to add it back in. So they fortify our milk. And it's just for some people, it affects them. So they just don't feel as good. Your option is you can try raw dairy, it works really good for some people, if some people are really sick, and they can't even handle the raw dairy at first too, so figure out what your needs are. There are some people that when they transition to carnivore, they're kind of binging off of dairy. So you have to figure out and that was me honestly i used to eat like the 8 ounces of block cheese in one sitting after a meal because i wanted something sweet. So figure out what you need. For me, what kind of broke me from doing that thing with the cheese block was drinking some sparkling water. So that kind of fizzy uh, fruit flavor, but no sugar added broke the sameness with me. Okay, number four, organ meats are ideal, but they're not necessary. I would say that of all my clients, I think only 50% of them eat organ meats. People know that ounce to ounce, it's the most nutrients packed in one food. So definitely if you can tolerate it, please do so. But I would hate for someone to or you to try carnivore and then you're like, I cannot stomach liver. And then you just are like, I can't do this diet. If you can't tolerate it, there are many anecdotal stories that don't eat it. I have not had liver sometimes for months, uh, maybe a month. But right now, if you just eat beef, a little bit of grass fed butter, and you have some eggs, you are pretty much getting all the nutrients you need in a day's value of nutrients. So definitely do that. I wouldn't worry too much about the organs right now. Again, the goal right now isn't to perfect. It's just to get assimilated to eating this way. Okay, number five, supplement. Supplements are not necessary, but they're ideal. If I was doing this graphic again present day, I would probably change the verbiage on that. I think most people actually do need supplements in the beginning. I think it's because we became a society that did not eat a lot of fat. So you may need just a little bit of ox bile or lipase, which is the digestive enzyme to break down fats, but you may need those things to just Eat more fat, or otherwise, you're having a lot of loose stools. Most people, I would say 90% of Americans, are deficient in hydrochloric acid, which is our stomach acid. And you need that to break down our meats and then be able to absorb it in the small intestine. So that's something else that we may consider. You can try using apple cider vinegar. That also stimulates the production of stomach acid, or you can just take some hydrochloric acid, some betaine, HCl. So I definitely recommend some of the digestive enzymes. Why not just take it in the beginning so that you could just be on your way instead of trying to and grit with this thought of we don't need any supplements. I've also seen a lot of people actually deficient in omega three fatty acids. So those are your fish oils. So I recommend my clients eating fish at least four times a week. That is a serving of salmon, a serving of herring or sardines, whatever you can consume. But if you can do that, there are so many indications of fatty acid deficiency in a lot of my clients. I know a lot of people are geared to eat fish because of the mercury toxicity or some other toxicity in the waters, but you also eat salt from the water. so. So I wouldn't worry about the toxicity yet. You can always do a hair tissue mineral test to see if there really is. And also in my book, I talk about the fact that mercury is mostly from other reasons and not necessarily because of the fish. So make sure to do that. If you can't eat the fish, then I highly recommend getting a quality omega three supplement, you can go to my store and I have a handful of digestive supports, gut healing supports, probiotics that will help you on your way to transition. And then I don't think anyone should be taking supplements long term, they are band aids, right? So if your body has been kind of broken this whole time to add supplements will support the process. But ideally, we shouldn't be taking it long term, we should be getting it from our foods. And we should have a healed gut where we can then assimilate the nutrients as needed. Okay, number six, Um, it This is really playing on the fears, but it's basically says, don't worry about vitamin C, that it's in the meat. What I'll say for now is that there is vitamin C. You can look in salmon, you could look at the USDA food database for salmon and pork belly, and you will see vitamin C there. Other foods have vitamin C. They may be in trace amounts, but I talk about vitamin C and maybe that the recommended daily allowance is not the amount that we should be consuming just for now, don't worry too much about it. The other thing is that vitamin C is very water soluble. So most people are deficient in it. Anyway, I've had clients that are not fully meat based and their organic acids test their urine test for vitamin C shows zero. So yeah, Okay, number seven, spice your meat if you want, but watch out for the carbohydrates. Okay, what I'll say about these spices is that for some people, they actually react. So onion powder, uh, garlic powder, there are anti-nutrients in these plants. And so if you eat the kind of powder version, there is a lot more anti-nutrients in small doses. And so it's just something to be mindful of. Some people react, some people don't. So you'll just have to know your own individual self and then figure out if you add it or not. I wanted to try a really clean, Carnivore diet. So, for over a year, I did not touch any types of herbs. If there was any spices or seasonings on meats, I did not eat it. And then, when I noticed if I had some garlic, I would feel a little bloat. And that is one of the signs of the anti nutrient. That's just something to consider. A lot of people don't have to get that strict and they could eat the spices um, on their meat. Be mindful of the kind of quality of your spices. So, if you look back on your spices and it has like maltodextrin, uh, food dyes, whatever it may be, you don't want to add those fillers because those are actually toxic and not ideal for the body. You want to just get if it says like an Italian blend, just that it's most of the herbs and nothing really else added. Okay, number eight is drink plenty of water. So you want to definitely hydrate yourself. Meat actually does have water in the meat, even though people think that it's just plants and fruits that have a lot of water, but meat actually does too but it does not have as much water as our vegetables and our fruits. So we definitely want to make sure we're hydrating. In general, I noticed that, you know, we just don't feel this like constant thirst, but I would highly recommend that you drink water. The general rule of thumb is half of your weight in ounces in water. So if you are 150 pounds, you want to drink at least 75 <laughs> ounces of water. And then if you drink a diuretic, so if you have some coffee in the morning, like eight ounces, then you want to add another eight ounces of water to that. So you're kind of cleaning out the kidneys and the detox pathways of the coffee and you're rehydrating properly. I will do a separate video on how to make Sole water. Um, I have a blog post on how much salt you need and also how to make the Sole water and like the benefits of mineral water over just plain iodized salt. Redmond real salt is one of the mineral salts that I recommend. So Celtic salt, Redmond's, and also Himalayan salt, I would possibly do a mixture of all of them and then just try to get other minerals. So the reason why I'm a big fan of soleil water is because if you leave the salt in the water overnight, then it'll help unbind the minerals, the water will get saturated. And so when you drink it, the minerals, and I think there's like 80 plus minerals in these salts. If you think about iodine salt, they have the added iodine, but it doesn't have all the other stuff. It's bleached, it's more industrialized, and I would not be afraid of salt. I know that we have come to believe that low salt is the way for health and high salt causes high blood pressure. Again, in one of my blog post, I talk about aldosterone and how that's not true. I'll probably talk about it in another YouTube video coming up. Okay, so the last one is don't worry about calories, trust your own body. So yeah, the whole calories in, calories out, I think has been kind of debunked a while ago. Yes, calories do matter. So if you eat in excess, you are going to gain weight, even on a carnivore diet. And so I myself gained weight when I first started, and that's when the balancing of the macros was really important. I realized I was eating more than I needed. I will, again, in another video, talk about how much you should ideally eat, but for now, as you are getting assimilated to this new way of eating, Just eat as much as you can and don't worry about the calories. Weight loss is something that we can always use a lever, whether it's fasting, whether it's alternate day eating. But for now, we need to make the body stronger so that it can even handle these types of things. Okay, guys, I hope that this episode of 9 Carnivore Rules to Live By is helpful to just give you... The basics that you may need to start a carnivore diet or start it again, or just as a reminder of if there's a lot of confusion in the community. I think there's so much importance in finding what makes sense for you and what works for you rather than what's following the next big trend as every single person is human that is advocating for this way of eating. And we will have our biases, our own experience as to why we think certain things work in the diet and don't. And I hope that my videos and episodes will help you to find certain levers to pull that makes sense for you and find you more optimal healing. Okay, guys, make sure to eat a lot of meat, take care of your bodies, because it is the only place you have to live. I will talk to you later. Bye, guys.